Yeah, yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hey, listen, man. It's the one and only trendsetter DJ Sense, and you're listening to Cocktails. Dirty Discussions with Kiki and Medina Monroe. Yeah. Today's cocktail is called Baby Prostitute. The ingredients that Baby Prostitute calls for are 16 ounces of lemon-flavored liqueur, 12 ounces of gin, 8 ounces of fresh lemon juice, 24 paper-thin lemon slices, ice, 16 ounces of chilled club soda, and 8 mint sprigs. And this is how you're going to make it. So in a pitcher, combine the lemon liqueur, gin, and lemon juice. Cover and refrigerate until chilled at least about two hours. Press three thin lemon slices against the inside of each of the eight Colin glasses that you're going to use. Add ice to the glasses, stir the lemon liqueur mixture, and pour it into the glasses. Stir two ounces of club soda into each drink and garnish with a mint sprig. And that is a baby prostitute. Medina, is that what y'all were drinking this weekend? <laughs> I feel like I was drinking a little baby prostitute. Like, no, but we weren't. We were drinking tequila. Tequila oh. and champagne has been my liquid diet lately. I really need to slow up. I, I do really understand. Do. I have been forced to slow up, and I'm not happy about it. Fuck allergies. Okay, um, welcome back to Cocktails Dirty Discussions, you guys. Um, how was your weekend? My weekend was impeccable kiki well that's good i had a really good fun weekend um i went there was something specific i wanted don't you hate when you forget what you did but then when i get home and i'm be like dang why didn't i say i did this i'm trying to write it down in my notes so i don't forget oh i've been doing lately i know what it is so one of my really good girlfriends her name is nina happy belated birthday she had a birthday party and she had like a sex themed girls night birthday party. Mm-hmm. Everybody wore lingerie. Mm-hmm. Everybody was just like super sexy. Makeup done, hair done. One of my friends, Brittany, like did like a whole little spread and each of the dishes had like a sex name. She just oh, really wanted cute. to do like it, it, the cute thing and the cool thing is it was kind of like in honor of cocktails. She loves cocktails. Her friends love cocktails. Uh-huh. Us. Uh-huh. And so they did a whole little like cocktails themed party. Party. It was That's really cute. dope. Um how to suck, how to eat a banana? Shantae. Shantae. She came. She was super dope. She taught us how to suck dick. I mean, I already knew how to, but she taught me some tricks <laughs> that I did use that night. And then she taught us how to make our booties clap. I was really uh-huh. in there trying. I looked like I was having a seizure. She okay. tried to teach me at work one day. It's, it's hard. hard. It's you know, so hard. My back was arched. I was on my tippy toes. You know, like mm-hmm. my feet are still sore from having my bunion removal. Like they're always still sore. And so I was like, girl, I made one clap. She's got some tricks up her sleeve. She has tricks. She taught us how to then. She was like, okay, let's do something easier and bend down and do like the left cheek, right yeah. cheek. I was struggling. Was that easier? It wasn't. I didn't think so. I mean, <laughs> we looked a mess. Some girls looked a mess. I was uh-huh. one of them. But some girls were getting it. I would have been looking a mess. I was looking a whole mess. I had to take my shoes off. I was really trying. You, you, like, And that's the worst when you're really trying hard. <laughs> like you putting your all into it and it still ain't here. And then your friends start trying to give you some support. Like, it's okay, girl. Like, you, Let me help. Let me Bitch, I, move. I, I'm trying to get it. I'm focused. She taught us how to ride, which was uh-huh. good because I'm not really a great dick rider. I can do mm-hmm. it for a little bit and then I get... She taught us some little tricks to not get for tired. Your knees? Yeah, for your knees so that your thighs don't start burning. Uh-huh. It was really beneficial. Huh. I'm going to have to... I still have not been to her classes and I hate that I'm, I always miss it, but I'm usually gone the last weekend of the month and mm-hmm. she does her class on the last Saturday. But one day. It was a day, lot. Maybe I, should ha- maybe I should have her do a party for me here and invite listeners or something. Maybe I'll do a giveaway and just do the party. Yeah. And that could be fun. It I don't was know. A we'll lot see. Of fun. Shantae expensive. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see what we can work <laughs> yeah, out like, while yeah, I'm over yeah. here volunteering to sponsor shit. Hold on. It's fine. Um, and then oh. after that, we went to Oak. And okay. Turned the fuck up. I still haven't been to Oak. It's fun. Is it? Yeah, it is. Hmm. What you do? I was in Houston all weekend. So after I got off work on Friday, um, I flew out there. I was so tired when I got there. I checked into my hotel and went to sleep. My flight was delayed. I was so annoyed. And I took a later flight than I usually do. Because mm-hmm. usually I get there with enough time to like check in, relax, and then go hit the streets. Mm-hmm. That did not happen. And then all day Saturday and Sunday, I was kind of working. Um I did a photo shoot on Saturday. That was a lot of fun. Oh. I cannot wait to get the pictures back. He was showing me proofs. Um, or not proofs, but, you know, the pictures mm-hmm. on the camera. And I was like, oh. the, you know, when you get a photographer, like a real photographer, not like a beginner one, who really knows what they're doing with their camera and the settings mm-hmm. and the lighting, it just makes the world of difference. Like, I was just like, this is not what I saw in the mirror. And you ain't even edited this shit yet. It was just looking good. And then Kevin had beat my face. And I'm mad at him because he's going to be gone in September, can't do our makeup. And I was like, no, Kevin, I was just in your chair on Saturday afternoon. And I told you what was going on. I think He does a lot of celebrities. Mm-hmm. He's done a lot of stuff for, like, Sephora. Like, he was posting how a lot of the makeup artists who have their own makeup lines Mm -hmm. he's like oh it's so cool to walk into sephora to re-up supplies and you see your work and he's showing like pictures that man is so talented but Mm -hmm. he's so booked and busy so whatever kevin um okay so i did the photo shoot i went on the typical tea podcast it's a podcast with three women in houston that was an interesting experience Mm -hmm. they were drunk as hell one of the girls was like they had gone out they had been drinking all day um so went to their studio did the show with them and then one of the girls was like I'm the one who's always flirting with you on Instagram and honestly I didn't know I still didn't know who she was Mm -hmm. it wasn't ringing a bell until she sent me some I saw her post something else I was like let me see what she's DM me in the past a lot of y'all girls be sending me messages on Instagram flirting somebody asked if I was gonna be wanting to make a cocktail with her after the live show in Houston I was like ma'am y'all women are aggressive the amount of female attention I'm getting for the Dallas show is is really overwhelming. I'm like, do we need security? <laughs> yeah, and it's like, I feel like guys can be aggressive too, but girls, it's just like, I don't know if girls just feel more comfortable because it's another girl or what, but I'm like, A bitch know? really was like, Medina, but I'm, I'm flattered. I'm gonna eat your booty when you come to Dallas. You cannot say that. You can, but like, you can't. <laughs> if a nigga would have said it, it would have been like, ugh, but she, the bitch was like, just like, but that's, that's what, what I'm saying. Like, girls just, they will say whatever. They'll touch you. It doesn't, it just doesn't matter. And I was like, oh Lord. Then Sunday, um, Sunday, I hung out with my family some more. My sisters came to the photo shoot with me, so that was fun. And then um, they came to the podcast with me. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday, I saw my sisters, my brother-in-law, my nieces. We went to this cute little donut shop. Um, I just don't know how my sister does it. And shout out to all the moms out there, whether you have a man or not. It's just a lot. Like, I was in the donut shop. I was getting overwhelmed. Just three girls, um, nine, six, and a year old. It was just a lot. It was a lot. That was like birth control. Um, And I was only with them for like 20 minutes. And then I had to go to the Social Complex pod, and they um, that's another Houston-based pod. They were on an episode when I was in Houston, and mm-hmm. I did one with them. Um, those guys are really cool. That was fun, too. That mm-hmm. episode will be out on Wednesday, so 
Well, it would have come out yesterday by the time you guys hear this. And uh, we had some really interesting conversations. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's always refreshing to have a conversation with guys who are very well-spoken. And it's not just a bunch of ignorant conversations, which mm-hmm. can be fun at times. But it was just nice to, to listen to men talk with, like, real thoughts, real opinions, who were respectful. And they didn't, like, they weren't just going to agree with me. They weren't, like, trying to flirt with me and come on to me. It was just, like, a good, a really good experience. So I hope y'all check them out. And then I went to the Turkey Leg Hut and I was in line for three hours, but I was already there. So I was just like, well, I want to try it. Y'all, I still ain't been able to eat that food. Wait, why? I don't get it. Well, it's so much. It's like a whole turkey leg and they put other stuff on it. So I ate some while I was there and then I brought the rest back because I went there before I went to the airport to fly back. And it was just so much food. But since I've gotten back, I haven't had an appetite. Wait, you brought it back to to Yes, I was at the airport. (laughs) I mean, I went there and then I went to the airport. Why well, I wasn't I'm leaving that? Turkey leg to the I, hey, shouty, I surely up? am, and I brought it for lunch, and I still haven't been able to eat it. So I feel like I'm gonna have to throw it away, and I'm really sad about it. But the food is really good. The line was worth the wait, and I don't like waiting in lines, especially if I'm hungry. But I waited. It was so much fun, and I'm glad I went. I'll probably be back Duh. one day. We really could have all shared that. Um, what else? Oh, one other thing. So I met this guy named Chris. At this club one night, um, I went out Saturday night. I did. Is this a there. cocktail? No, not <clears throat> at all. It was just funny. So I posted him. He was a cute guy. Um, he was like friends with some of the guys I was with, and the girls that I was with. But I posted him, and he was saying something about like wanting to meet girls. I said I'm gonna post on my story. I was telling him about the show and all of that. So the girls from out of town were like, "Oh, he's cute. Who is that?" Blah blah blah. I said, "Well, I tagged him. Y'all go slide in the DMs." All the girls from Houston who follow me were like, that nigga is trash. Don't tell don't don't be publicizing him. He's trash. They're sending me their own stories about stuff that has happened with them. One of my really good friends who I was with, she was like, he is horrible. She's telling me stories. I was like, damn, does has he ran through everybody in Houston or at least tried to? Chris, you should know better. You knew that you was out here like that. He must have thought since I wasn't from Houston that I didn't have no Houston followers. But the girls were giving me the tea, okay? He was cute, though. So if y'all do it anyway, be careful. That was an intense. But that was it. Yeah, you walked us through your whole weekend. Yeah. So anyway, um, (laughs) moving on to weird sex. You said a man is not a necessity. A man is a luxury. Like dessert. (laughs) Yeah. A man is absolutely not a necessity. Did you mean that to sound mean and bitter? Oh, not at all. I adore dessert. I love men. I think men are the coolest. But you don't really need them to live. So this week's Weird Sex is about this woman. My mother actually sent me this story, and I just thought it was so gross. So this woman, Danielle, who... I don't know, H-U-I. She's 20 years old. She got charged Thursday after her roommate, Taylor Goldenberg, who's 24, told the cops that she saw the horrific abuse of her dog unfold um, on a motion sensor nanny cam. So... Basically, the girl, Danielle, who got charged, she um, made the dog perform oral sex on her. And the roommate, whose dog that is, she saw it on the nanny cam. So when she confronted her roommate, she admitted that her pants were off, but said that she was wearing underwear and didn't get any pleasure from it. Um, And she just said it was a bizarre accident. Now, how the fuck a dog is licking your pussy and that's an accident? Like, who would even let a dog get that close to their vagina? 
Like, that's crazy to me. Um, she also says she would never knowingly commit a sexual act with an animal and that she loved Colton. Colton is the dog. Although the two have had their differences in the past. Who the fuck talks about a Colton? dog like that? Yeah. Did she get arrested? Yes, she got arrested and she was charged. Like, bestiality is a crime. It's not just gross. It's like an actual crime. So, um... The judge ordered her, to, ordered her to be released without bail after a brief arraignment. This happened in Brooklyn. And um, the roommate was just like, I'm happy that I'm safe and I'm happy that the dog is safe. I'm just hoping that this helps other people be aware that you never know who the fuck you live with. I added the fuck because I know that's what she was thinking. And she said she had been having suspicions about this dog, um, about the roommate and the dog for some time, which is why she got the nanny cam to begin with. And I'm just like, I really want to know, what was she doing that made you suspicious in the first place? Like, late at night, did she, like, walk the dog to her room? Was she drugging the dog? Like, what did, was she talking to you about wanting a dog to do something? Did I you see her watching doggy par- when you're porn? In, if you're locked up with Taylor, and she's you're like, what you locked up for? Oh, I was letting the dog eat my pussy. Like, it was Danielle. Danielle. Like, wh- that's nasty, Danielle. That's really gross. And don't be abusing the animals like that. Anyway, that was Weird Sex. Make sure y'all send me your stories if you see anything crazy. And somebody also updated me and said that that whole maggot thing really can happen. That's disgusting. She saw some scientific reports. If you missed the cocktail last week because the episodes was fucked up, just go back. It's working out. Y'all, we have a guest today. Her name is Brandy. I don't want to say your whole government. I was about to say your whole government. Let's not. We got Brandy. um, And before... Say hey. Hey, hey. y'all. Before we really introduce you, we are going to play a little game. Okay. Kiki and I like to play games to loosen people up just a little bit if the liquor isn't working. So we're going to play a nice little simple game of Never Have I Ever. Okay. That's, okay. you know, that's nice. Like, so I normally you would do it just like you can still game. take us because you you've done everything. Yes. You about to be drunk. <laughs> I don't have to be drunk to tell you stuff. <laughs> okay, so if you've done it, take a sip. And then we'll say who took a sip. Well, yeah. you're not. You're going to sip water, but it's I'm still a sip. sip. I'll say if I did it or not. Okay, you want to go first? Yes, okay. I'll go first. Okay. Never have I ever thought a family member was fine. I just don't have those family members. <laughs> I got to take a sip. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay. Nobody, okay. everybody ever had. Nobody. Nobody mm-hmm. thought that cousin was fine. Thank you, Ayana. I don't have fine cousins. I just cousins. don't have those cousins. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Your cousins are cute. It's Some not cute that they're cousins. cousins. They're just but... not my type, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it shouldn't be mine. It's like either. that's your cousin. So it's like you put that wall up. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, it's just... a mental block. Like he's cute. I put you on with somebody, but. Mm. And that's the older, older cousins, the younger cousins. Okay, next one. <laughs> Never have I ever slept with one of my teachers. I wanted to. I wanted to. I wanted was to. Was this yeah. the professor that taught uh, history class at Clark? No. Oh, I the forgot sex, his name, but he the, was. Uh, sex uh, education teacher. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> was he fine or was it just like being in that I class with him? I think it was him? the class, honestly. <laughs> he wasn't like, it wasn't, he wasn't tremendously handsome at all. I had a law professor, and he was just so, like, caked up and bossy. And that's what it was. He wasn't even fine. He was probably fine back in the day. But he drove a Rolls Royce, like, as his everyday really? car. Really? He oh, had a nice. plane. Okay. Um, well, money make it do things. Okay. He taught my law class, my sports law oh. class. And he was he's, like, a really powerful lawyer. He actually taught for free. 
Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, well, if you got it like that, I know, right? That made my panties wet. I think he, he the hey, my professor, professor just had that confidence. <laughs> what if he listens? He's like, "Hey, I've been listening." Hey, <laughs> well, hey, what's good? I'm gonna send the jet. Okay, <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Right. Okay. Never have I ever dated a drug dealer or a murderer. What about attempted murder? Bitch, <laughs> take a sip I mean, of bo- Okay, well, both. <laughs> But I know a drug dealer for sure, but I think one of those niggas had an attempted murder you know charge. What? He got out. I don't know. I dated a girl. And, okay. Well, a few girls. But this one girl, she tried selling drugs. It was weed. <laughs> it was a horrible job, though. Because She what had she like would an entry-level position. She would get the weed man to front her some drugs. And then she would smoke it and not make any money off of it. And what? then have to use her check to, to give pay him, him the back. money back. So then I had to pay the bills. It was no fun. That's <laughs> not fun at all. I'd be like, girl. I had to end that one. Fast. I bet you did. Okay. Fast. Never have I ever um, been asked to leave a love interest house. Yes, I have. I'm trying to think. Have I? I feel like I have. Mm-hmm. Somebody's fiance walked me out one time. I think I told that cocktail. Uh, she handed me my shoes. I didn't even know she existed. And wow. that shit is embarrassing. <laughs> like when they're like, "You gotta, you gotta go." And it was after math embarrassment because I still didn't know what was going on. I was a little hungover, you know. I'm just like, "Well, who you're is grabbing this? your is this stuff." Your cousin? Yeah. <laughs> well, she had grabbed my stuff, so uh-uh. she, she said it was like, time to go. Like she brought stuff. it to me and woke me up. It's time to go, and I was like, "Oh, I guess what the fuck is going on?" Right. Well, I guess it's time to okay. go. Okay. Ha- never have I ever told a man it cost money to sleep with me. How did y'all say that? I just didn't want to do it, honestly. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, oh, that, that's look, a, good one. a wise person once told me if you want somebody to leave you alone, ask them for money. It'll they'll either give it to yeah. you or they're gonna leave you. Most times they're gonna leave you the fuck. Yeah, alone. Mm-hmm. yeah. Miss Williams told me that. You remember Miss Williams? Yes, of course. Miss Williams told me that. Shout out to Miss Williams. What? You never told anybody about Key? Uh uh-uh. uh. I should have. Yeah, it works but every no. time. Honestly, I've said it in that way, but I'm then I have also said it in a way of like, I want some money. Well, I've asked for some money, but I didn't say it cost money to fuck me. I just wanted some money. I have asked for money. Never, uh, never basically said you got to pay to fuck. Uh-huh. But I did again on <laughs> on the instance of not wanting to do anything with that person. Uh-huh. I did. I, mm, did you? Did y'all bill. ask for like specific amounts? I just said it's a bill. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's a bill. This is a bill. <laughs> he didn't pay that bill, but. Oh, well. Oh, my God. Okay. Never have I ever slid into someone's DMs and they reject me or leave me on red. I wasn't left on red. And it wasn't like a blatant no. Mm -hmm. It was just a like a, (laughs) you wild, bro. (laughs) (laughs) So that's still a rejection. I don't like when people say stuff like that. I slide in Drake's DMs every (laughs) fucking I don't know if he sees them. I don't know if he reads them. Well, I don't know if he's red. rejecting me. But I, you know how some people, can't you turn that off? Not on Instagram. I feel like celebrities have a different code and they can if they want. <laughs> no. And I don't know. So he, you think he's reading the messages and just, I, I don't think he's he not sees ready. the message. Yeah, like, there's like messages and then there's more messages and now they've added a general level and like, yeah, yeah, they're doing too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then you might accidentally delete this shit. It's like, well, yeah. hold on, was it's it like cute? Wait, oh, how do I shake it and bring it back? <laughs> how do I go back? You can't. <sighs> well, so sad. I have one last one. Okay. Never have I ever tasted urine. No. No. 
whose urine did you taste? My Your dog. own? What the fuck? It was fuck? an accident. And I thought that that's so crazy because we were just talking about bestiality. I used to have a little toy poodle. <laughs> yes, I, explain. He was a puppy. <laughs> when he got excited, he would piss everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I went to go take him to get groomed, and I went to go pick him up. And the person that groomed him was like, just take him out of the kennel. And it was one of those high kennels. And I picked him up and was like, mystic, mystic, mystic. And he just started pissing everywhere, and it got all in my, all in my mouth. It was disgusting. <laughs> and, I, and I accidentally swallowed some. So I didn't taste it on purpose. It was Did you litter. throw the dog? No. I would have. That oh, was my little adopted. baby. Okay, well, a dog, baby. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> that was our never have I ever game with Brandy. What's up? Um, mm-hmm. So Brandy and I know each other because we did go to school together, but we didn't really like we didn't really hang out in mm-hmm. at, in school. But mm-hmm. you were always super dope, always positive, always smiling, and um, she was also on. Um, What's the name of the show? My whole extreme weight loss. Extreme mm-hmm. weight loss. And I remember when you were on that show because I didn't watch that show. I watched it when you were on it, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, tell us a little bit about yourself, our listeners. All right. So, um, I'm originally from Atlanta, born and raised, um, mm-hmm. Stone Mountain specifically. You know, people be like, I'm from Atlanta. <laughs> really? Oh, <laughs> no, you know, suburbs <laughs> of Atlanta. But um, so Stone Mountain. Uh, I went to Clark Atlanta University. Graduated um, from there. I lost 151 pounds on a television show called Extreme Weight Loss. Congratulations. And thank you very much. 150. Yes. Yes. I dropped a whole person. (laughs) And um, since then, I've uh, been maintaining my weight loss through uh, dancing with a guy named Dwight Mm -hmm. um, of Dance Your Pounds Off. And from there, I like went viral kind of dancing with my shirt off. In a sense, it was me trying to just see what I couldn't or see what see muscles contract that I couldn't really see for real. Mm -hmm. Um, But I knew they existed. Mm -hmm. And I told myself, like, when I work out, like, my shirts will get caught up around my neck and stuff, and I'll be choking on them, and I didn't like it. And I was like, you know what? If I were skinny, I would probably just take my shirt off. Mm -hmm. Why don't I just take my shirt off? Mm -hmm. And I did, and um, it went viral, and the the response was really crazy, and we could to Were you nervous to, to take your shirt off? Um, to be honest, the first time the video was posted, Dwight had a, a huge following already. Mm-hmm. I probably only had like 12,000 followers, mm-hmm. honestly. Because mm-hmm. that's um, not huge. But... <laughs> That's just nothing. It's just But in the grand scheme of followers, I think he had like fifty K. Mm-hmm. And I was I was I at twelve. You. And so like um when we originally were dancing in class, I was just hot, so I took my shirt off. Mm-hmm. And at the end he he had somebody record and I didn't really know that was happening. he was gonna post it. Were you like, uh. why did you post that? Originally, I'm not that type of person. Nah. Mm-hmm. I honestly looked at it and I was like, oh, this is going to go one of two ways because yeah. I've had friends who have had experiences, mm-hmm. you know, with social media just taking their shit and going left with it. Like, mm-hmm. I had one girl jumping off the side of a boat and they turned her into Shamu. So, like, it's, you know, <laughs> the internet can go yeah, you any don't know way how they'll with this take shit, it. you know? And so, basically, the response was so positive on his page mm-hmm. that it made me post it on my page. And um, next thing I know, Essence reposted, BET was reposting it. It 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 went 
Anthony Anderson, Carmelita Jeter, like a whole bunch of people mm -hmm. that I was like, oh my gosh. And now they follow me and I'm like, y'all follow me. Who are you? Know, you? So it's, it's, I just like the freedom that the class like gives you, like it creates that type of energy. Mm -hmm. And um, it's definitely a no judgment zone. Mm -hmm. um, so much to the point where I've become a dance fitness instructor uh, from it. I've been doing that now. I've, I've had my own class uh, since January, but I've been doing it for a year now, mm -hmm. um, training under Dwight. And um, yeah, I'm trying to start my own class, but it's for women who are morbidly obese, mm -hmm. um, like 3X and up. Uh -huh. Just trying to get them comfortable with movement and their body and um, getting them comfortable with the idea of even going to a dance or pounds off class because sometimes it could be intimidating. <laughs> what was it like doing the show? Were you nervous about like documenting your weight loss journey on TV? I, so I was more so nervous about not having control of what they put out because... Mm. They recorded whatever, you know, everything they recorded, they could take and pick Put and choose how they, how they want to create your story. And um, I think I was more nervous about what they were going to put together for me, um, especially in the room. Like, a lot of people didn't know I was dating women at the time. Like, Were you nervous for that to come out? Oh, yeah. Because it's when you, when, to hear you say that when we were, I remember you, I didn't know. I feel like you were dating women, but I didn't really know. No one was trying to Did. get in your business. And tonight I wanted to bring that up, but I didn't know how to bring it up. Because I was like, does she be telling people? Man, I'm an open book. When I said that on the phone, like, I'm so open about that mm -hmm. because I feel like, you make yourself sick when you hold stuff in that it's like, fuck you. Why are you judging me? I don't care. Mm -hmm. And if it's something that you're against, I mean, okay, that's, that's your prerogative to feel the way you feel and mine to feel the way I feel at the time. I didn't really feel like, fuck, you know, niggas is crazy. Mm -hmm. Men are difficult. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it was just easier to date women. Honestly, I, it wasn't, you didn't have to guess. Mm -hmm. You pretty much knew what the intention was yeah. and you knew where you stood because women just communicate mm -hmm. a lot differently and better. Yeah. And it was fun. Like it was fun. So I don't know. Sometimes I miss it. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. But I know I want I want kids. I want a family and I don't I want like a traditional structure. I know that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I know eh, sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes I'd be wanting to duck out. <laughs> Try something a little different. So right. I'm curious to know, like, before you went on extreme weight loss, mm -hmm. what was life like before you started thinking about, or have you always thought about trying to lose weight? Or were you just kind of like on a, I don't really care about my weight. I'm not thinking about health. I'm not thinking about any of that. What would anybody think? Like, what was life like before you went on the show? That's a great question. I don't think anybody ever really has asked me that. Um. Which is odd because why wouldn't you? Uh, dang. So life before the show was different. It was a roller coaster way. Mm -hmm. Um, so the confidence journey started before I lost weight. Mm -hmm. I think that the mind definitely gets to a place where it's ready for certain things, mm -hmm. and then and then it will stick. I think sometimes we rush towards things and it doesn't work because we're not ready. Mm -hmm. um, and so I feel like that's how every diet that I tried to do prior to going on the show, that's why it didn't work because that wasn't my destiny. That wasn't what I was supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. This is. And I had to set myself up for that. So unfortunately, this is what I had to overcome, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um Life sucked mm -hmm. internally. Like truthfully. Even when you were like a kid. 
Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Life was great as a kid. Like, I started gaining weight at 10. Now, that sucked because nobody really knew why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom was taking me to the doctor, taking me to nutritionist, and it just kept coming. The doctor was like, you know, when she hits puberty, it'll level out. Mm-hmm. And I hit puberty, and it, like, took off. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure at that point, it was probably self-control because by then... I was overeating. Like, I was sneak eating. I was, my mama and daddy both can cook. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't matter what we were eating that night. It was going to be good. And I was probably going to go back downstairs and sneak something mm-hmm. if it yeah. was spaghetti. I remember going downstairs and taking the spaghetti and I'd be like, ah. <laughs> and then I'd take a spoon of the sauce and put it in my mouth. Like, it was fat shit. For <laughs> real. <laughs> I enjoyed it, though. Like, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, truthfully. So, I mean, it was what I was doing, but I didn't like the way I felt about the way other people felt about me. Mm-hmm. Truthfully, that's what I didn't like because I always loved myself. Mm-hmm. I always wondered, like, why people like, bro, what you tripping about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but people have their things. People like what they like. People don't like what they don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the most bizarre thing I ever heard was somebody tell me that their friend had fat phobia so they couldn't hang out with me. They told you that out loud? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the weirdest shit I had ever heard. I was like, so she's afraid of fat people? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, so we can't hang out. What? <laughs> were you an How adult were when someone was Yeah, I was grown as shit, actually. I was hoping you were a kid. No. When that happened. No, that is no, 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 no. Crazy. I was probably 24. 24 or 25. I was a freshman at Clark. Uh huh. Wow. Yeah. Freshman that... or sophomore. It was in that area. So but... when did you get to the. I'm sorry, can you go ahead? What was dating like for you? Um, I. So I've always been a little creamy. You know what I'm saying? What I never mean? creamy like bitches Fluid. loved me. Uh, like when I was I, <laughs> creamy. Creamy like cream, you know, okay, I got that from uh pledging Delta. The bros always say cream. I ain't never heard that, but you also know I don't be around nobody. Well, the bros always say, you know, uh I got cream or whatever, meaning like chicks like them. They like mm-hmm. a chick magnet or whatever. They look good. And we're talking um, about pussy cream. Well, no, no, no. I'm talking oh, about okay. like if I'm like I'm juice, like I got the juice type situation. Got you. I got the cream. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Same thing. Like my energy, I guess, is magnetic. So it didn't really matter. I could just be having conversations with chicks, and if they knew I was gay, that was automatic. Like they was already there for that. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be bad. Like I had to move from my house because bitches used to come to my house like throwing rocks at the windows and shit. So much to the Why? point where even now, like dating and stuff, I won't give anybody like any type of inkling of where I live mm-hmm. because that shit scarred me. Like I don't you need to pop in the breaking your What window? were you doing to them? <laughs> you can tell us. This is the type of show where you can tell you said, us. <laughs> um, what was I doing to them? Mm-hmm. You know, I guess bitches is not used to getting picked up and stuff, like, by another woman. Uh, so, no, I'm not. Yeah. yeah. I've yeah. never been picked up by a woman. <laughs> it, it's, it's fun. I actually think okay. I would be kind of nervous, too. I'd be like, Are, do you really got me? Because I'm not trying to yes. bust my head. <laughs> it's like this. It's, it's, <laughs> yes. Uh, but I'm pretty strong, too, so... Mm-hmm. Those are, that's always fun to bring out. That was always fun with women. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I could toss a bitch real fast. So, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds bad, do but you pick it doesn't sound I'm bad. very aggressive. Like I do piss, I pick niggas up. Yes, I do. Big Tigger. 
Best story. Okay, so I saw <laughs> him at Painted Pen, uh-huh. and I when I picked him up. I picked him up and spun him around. <laughs> I was drunk. And I put him down. And he was like, nigga, you just picked me up. And I was like, yeah, I, I did. did. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> do you know him or were yeah. you a stranger? Oh, I, do, like... I, I was doing his makeup when um, I worked up at Channel 11. He would come up there on Thursdays mm-hmm. for a segment he was doing um, for Atlanta and Company. And that so we got dope. to know each other on that. So when I saw him, when I see him out in public even now, like, Matter of fact, homie, give me tickets to the Hawks game all the time. <laughs> so dating but, has dating weight has never like caused an issue for you dating. It did with men, you know, because men are a whole lot more shallow than women are. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why it's so much easier for bigger guys to date because women aren't looking at men like, uh-uh, he got that fat roll hanging out over his, yeah. you know, pants like. Women just don't look at it like that. You see it. You see it. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's there. For men, I think growing up, if they friends wasn't fucking with it, they wasn't fucking with it. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, especially here in the South, mm-hmm. which is weird because they thicker well, down here. Yeah. But I was fat. Like, nah, I wasn't thick. I was fat. So <laughs> it was, and there's a difference. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, guys would, I would date somebody for a while and they would like me off my personality. You know, the big girls always got a great personality. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't stick because their homeboys would always have something to say about it. Um, and I, would, they t- would they be open with you about that or would it just be like they just stopped talking to you? I mean, it would be different things. It would, you would get the stop talking to you. You would get the... I did have one guy tell me, you know, my friends keep talking about you and I don't like it, so I'm going to just have to cut this short because... That is so crazy. Is, and it's sad. Of course, as a, ch- as a teenager, you're not going to stop hanging out with your homeboys yeah. over this chick, you know. So, it, I mean, it is what it is. But, yeah, I've I've had... A wide variety when it came to men. Mm. And my dad always told me, and this is what opened the door up for women. My dad always told me, you know, with big women, he was like, um, men will take advantage of you. He's like, they'll use you to cook for them, pay for their stuff, like stay in your house. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but basically they know big girls are easy, so... I didn't want that to be me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't want to be no bust down. I didn't want to be a thigh. I didn't want to be ran through. Um, now, I definitely, <clears throat> it happened. I seen it happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I said, okay, what did my, dad my daddy had said this. What's going to happen? So I'm going to stop this right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I then in return flipped that and did that to women. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it kind of, it wasn't good. Did any of that ever take like a toll <laughs> on your confidence? On your self-esteem? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I had to build back from. Like, I had me, like I had a friend tell me, um, which, you know, these are those uh, Ma- Meriwether friends. May- what is it called? Fair, fair weather. weather. Friends. Yes, fair weather friends. Um, but she told me, she was like, yeah, my boyfriend was telling me, you know, you're not even really that big. Your arm's just big. <laughs> and this was, like, before I ever lost weight. But... I guess he had told her that I look intimidating, like I would probably beat him up or whatever because my arms look so big. And so that is that my arms were like for the longest Mm -hmm. and still even sometimes today, um, my biggest insecurity because I do feel like that. I do feel like I look like um, I make the joke all the time. Um, What's that game with the dude with the big arms? 
Uh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Wreck It Ralph. Yeah. I feel I feel like I look like Wreck It Ralph when I walk in the room, like I'm about to fuck some shit up everywhere I go. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. I feel like I can't laugh at that. Because you don't look like no goddamn Wreck No, but Ralph. that's it's crazy that's how, how we see ourselves and it other is. people don't. Yeah. So of course. I feel like I look like me... a turtle every time <laughs> I say it. People, I do it's just a thing that I have and I think huh. I look like a turtle. But it's that thing, like the, the, yeah. we are our, our toughest critics, and so I do see myself a certain type of way. I have body dysmorphia too. So mm. it didn't matter. Um, that when your you're mind, looking at yourself. yeah, your mind doesn't catch up, especially when you lose weight. Mm-hmm. You don't see what everybody else sees. Mm-hmm. You still see what you rem- your mind remembers, mm-hmm. and um, so that's why I have to take a lot of pictures so I can see what I look like because my mind plays tricks on me. I look in the mirror and I'll be like, "Girl, you don't put on about fifty pounds, huh?" And then so I have to constantly get on the scale. It's a sick game, and I don't know, like, it, uh, taking pictures saves my life because <laughs> it keeps me sane. This episode is brought to you in part by Native. At Native, we create simple, safe, effective products that people use in the bathroom every day. We create products with trusted ingredients and trusted performance. Not convinced? Check out the 8,000 five-star reviews from our customers. Native is an all-natural deodorant. It's formulated without aluminum, parabens, or tar. It's filled with ingredients that are already found in nature, such as coconut oil, which is an antimicrobial, shea butter, which is a moisturizer, and emollient, and tapioca starch, which will absorb the wet so you don't have super sweaty pits. There's no animal testing and shipping and returns are completely free. It worked. I was skeptical about natural deodorant. I know I've shared it with you before, but since actually trying out Native, I'm absolutely in love with the formula. Native can hang with your workout, a busy mom life, or a 16-hour day, and I have plenty of those 16-hour days. Like I said earlier, they have over 8,000 five-star reviews. They've been on the Today Show in Women's Health, Elle, Good Morning America, Pop Sugar, so many places, and now they're here with cocktails. It's worth it. Aluminum may be linked to some serious health ramifications. As we get older, we realize how important our health is, and even the tiniest switch in an everyday product could possibly make the world of difference. Native comes in a wide variety of enticing scents for men and women, plus they release new limited edition seasonal scents throughout the year. Right now, I'm using the lavender and rose scent. It's nothing that's too overpowering, but it is refreshing and Nobody wants to be musty. It's no risk to try it out. They offer free returns and exchanges in the U.S. And if you subscribe now, you'll save 17%. You can have Native conveniently delivered to your door every one, two, three, or four months. Since using Native, it might sound weird, but I don't have that cakey feeling of deodorant. And I've also noticed that when I wear white t-shirts that are kind of tight under my arms, there's no like that deodorant stain that I used to get. I don't know what the chemicals were in the other stuff that I was using that I was getting from the store, but Native isn't giving me those problems and I'm loving it. I love the lavender and rose scent and I love how effective it is because again, I was really skeptical, but listen to me guys, it's great. For 20% off your first purchase, just visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code cocktails during checkout. Again, that's 20% off your first purchase. All you do is visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code cocktails, C-O-C-K-T-A-L-E-S during checkout. Yeah. What do you think about like a lot of the body positivity 
um, mm-hmm. things that's on social media. I saw a bunch of stuff from magazines where I know body positivity stuff started with bigger women just trying to find their own confidence and sharing their pictures online. And now I think it was it was like Vogue or Cosmo or something. They were saying how, you know, people need to stop shaming skinny women and how it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of girls were like, it's not the same. The shame that skinny women get for how their bodies look is nothing like a bigger woman. What do you think about that? I'm confused. Well, I would like to say that how people feel about themselves, regardless, like they're they're valid to how they feel. So uh-huh. if if they are small and they feel like they don't like the comments that they get, okay, that's valid. You feel that way. But there is no comparison. Like not when you're teased and taunted by a wide variety of people. Um, and if, I remember being teased in Spanish. I didn't even know what the fuck they was talking about. Um, but I was in gym and they was like, they was like, gordis, gordis, gordita. And I was like, that's some shit at Taco Bell, ain't it? And, 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 and I had to have a friend told me that that means fat girl, Mm -hmm. little fat girl. And, and I was like, oh, I'm getting picked on in Spanish. (laughs) And the, the reality of every time you walk anywhere, you could go into the nail shop Mm -hmm. and I know, you know. I just know I felt like every time I went to get my feet done, mm-hmm. they was talking shit about me, mm-hmm. you know, um, especially trying to come through, sit in their chairs, you know, mm-hmm. they funny acting anyway. So it just. Have you ever had to put somebody in their place or do you just when, it, when if somebody's saying something, do you just ignore it? Yeah. Yes, I've, <laughs> yes, I've been in lots of fights <laughs> about my weight. Mm-hmm. I um sometimes so what's hard is on social media now. Like if somebody says something, you know, crazy now, I try to remember that people are people are people, and I have a platform and a responsibility to just be a little bit higher of a mm-hmm. person thinker. Um, but sometimes I fall short of the glory. <laughs> and um, as people like to say, I have a few minutes mm-hmm. and I'll take a few minutes on that day and um, say whatever it is that I need to say. But it depends on my spirit in the moment and how they catch me, honestly, mm-hmm. as to what happens. Sometimes I'll be like, bro, you don't even know me. It's all good. I-, I went to the fair with my friend at the beginning of the summer spring um the atlanta fair Mm -hmm. and um we were we both were bigger girls Mm -hmm. and we both lost weight and so she hit me up and she was like let's go to the atlanta fair they're here first weekend we got tickets we went um all we wanted to do is fair shit like (laughs) we wanted to get cotton candy she wanted to get a um funnel cake like how everybody wants to do hot dog All the right, all the right. I wanted popcorn and cotton candy. She wanted a funnel cake and some deep fried Oreos, and we shared everything. Like we went and sat at the picnic table, (laughs) and we we had like a little smorgasbord of bullshit. Mm -hmm. And I heard somebody say, "I I could see them putting uh, gaining weight by the minute. I could see them gaining weight by the minute. I heard that Mm -hmm. clear as day." And I was so calm because I said, nigga, I will probably run circles around you, Mm -hmm. you know, but that's because people see what they see 
And I think for me now, that's the best feeling, mm-hmm. especially when people come to my class or they come to a dance your pounds off class and they think they're going to get Dwight. And then they see me and they're like, oh, this is probably not going to be that hard. Mm-hmm. And then we start and they like, well, wait a minute. Um, <laughs> I wasn't ready for this. That's a great feeling for me. I, I live for that moment, honestly. Wow. So I don't know. It's it's. It's been. I don't know if I answered the question. I don't even. You did. I don't. It was, I was great talking. when you said. <laughs> I, 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 I don't even know when the question. I don't ever. Oh, did you ever? Do you ever have to check somebody? Yeah. Put them in oh. their place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you I did do. answer. I it. do. So okay. So then, like, we fast forward. You're going on the show. What made you be like, I gotta drop some pounds, or I, I'm going on the show? What was that moment? So there was a girl um, that I met while I was at Clark Atlanta University. She's a sorority sister from Gamma Sigma Sigma National Service Sorority. And she passed away uh, when we were 29. She was a week younger than me. So Mm -hmm. my birthday, then a week later, it's her birthday. Um, She had a heart attack. She, She was overweight. And it started scaring me. I started living every day like... That could have been me. Is this gonna, like, right, is this going to be me? Like... I might not wake up tomorrow. Like she was smaller than I was. Like that could quite possibly be my fate basically. So, um, it became an everyday fear and that was different too, because I never thought I had never really thought about it in that way prior to her death. Um, I did have people that I lost from being overweight but they were never people I was directly connected to. Mm-hmm. It was always somebody like a friend of a friend, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But this was a friend that I tangibly had a relationship with and she was no longer here. And I was like, oh, fuck. Wow. Okay. So one day I was watching television and um, Biggest Loser was promoting their television. They were doing their casting for that season. Mm-hmm. And um, I saw it, and they were like, we just left Atlanta. We're headed to Cleveland. Um, this is our last stop, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, how the fuck did I miss Atlanta? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, I had a line sister, Sierra. Mm-hmm. She um, She's from Cleveland. I called her, and I was like, yo, I'm about to book this Greyhound ticket. I'm a, I was a struggling makeup artist at the time, so I was mm-hmm. like... Uh, Greyhound about all I got, sis. Um, about to catch this, uh, catch this Greyhound. Can I stay with you while I'm there? I want to go to this casting call. She was like, sure. She went with me. I I made it through to the next round. I remember the way they set it up. It was kind of like a horseshoe, Mm -hmm. um, for the seating and the casting coordinator sat at the front and it was probably about 10, 13 people sitting around the little horseshoe and I was directly in the middle and, um, they they asked your name, your hometown, how old you were, what your occupation was, and why you felt like you would be great for the show. Mm-hmm. That was it. That's all you had to sell yourself, about <clears throat> two minutes. And, um, you know, everybody was getting giving pretty generic responses, like, I want to play with my kids, and, um, you know, mm-hmm. I want to be happy and healthy for my niece and be a great example. And I feel like people look at me and they you know they don't understand me because they won't get past looking at my Mm -hmm. size you know stories like that and when they got to me I was like my name is Brandy Mallory I am 29 years old from Atlanta Georgia and honestly I just want my body and my mind to match because I never really looked at myself like I was fat like I really didn't live like that Mm -hmm. until my friend died and I was like oh bitch 
Bitch, you fat. <laughs> like we gotta <laughs> like that could be you. So I was like, wait a minute, I want my mind and my body to to be one in the same. Mm-hmm. And so um I'm I was the only I I stood back. Everybody came up to me. Another thing that was different about me at that casting call. I had a low fade at the time with like mm-hmm. curls at the top mm-hmm. and like designs in the side. I I wore like big earrings, you know. My makeup was done. I had like a bright purple shirt on, a pencil skirt with like a little split mm-hmm. in the middle, mm-hmm. and then I had like some glitter bottom shoes. You didn't just like go in some sweatpants <laughs> and a big nah, old shirt. Nah, sis didn't like... walk in like she looked pathetic. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I walked in like I was some goddamn body. You know right. the way my daddy, my mom and my daddy raised me, and. Everybody else just kind of looked frumpy. And the guy was fingering through the applications and everybody was coming up to me like, oh my gosh, I really like your shoes. And I really like those glasses. I have me some little cat frame glasses on. And he pulled my application out. I wasn't trying to talk to nobody. I was watching I was watching the dude finger through the applications. Like, uh-huh. just pull mine. Pull it. <laughs> I was the only one he pulled. When they when he when he pulled it, mm-hmm. that's when I clicked into everybody else talking <laughs> to me. I was like, oh, okay. Hi, how y'all doing? <laughs> But, um, yeah, so I made it through um, to the last round, and I didn't make it out to the casting week. Mm-hmm. Um, I, instead, I received an email, and I just told myself when I didn't make it on Biggest Loser, I was like, man, okay, I'm probably going to be like this for the rest of my life because mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I done tried every diet under the sun. That same story. So, fuck it. This is what life is about to be like for me, and I need to just start accepting it, embracing it, and move forward. And then that April of the following year, mm-hmm. 2013, I got a phone call from the casting coordinators of Extreme Weight Loss. Mm-hmm. And they said that they received my information from Biggest Loser and they wanted me to come out to their casting call because they felt like I would be a great fit. Were then you they so called happy? me. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was God the entire way. They called me back and told me not to come to the casting call, mm-hmm. just come to the interview. Like, mm-hmm. God floated me onto that show. Mm-hmm. Um, I prayed over everything I did. And when I went out there for the casting week, it was like 33 people and they were going to cut down to like 16. Mm -hmm. And um, they only had like 13 episodes. Two of them were like combined episodes, like father, daughter, mother, son type situation. So I just knew I wanted wanted an episode. Mm -hmm. And um, they made us do, like they told us, you know, we want to see how bad you want it. So I never took the elevator. I always took the stairs. Mm-hmm. Um, I never took the the van from the wellness center that we worked out at and, and did all our testing and our, 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 our filming at um, to the hotel we were staying at. I always walked. It was about a mile. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time, like thinking back on it, that was like taxing. To walk a mile, you know, it yeah. was like, who child? I'll bust child. down a run, a mile run right now and be Ooh, okay. Like, you better than me. So, I'll be like, sometimes I'm huffing and puffing, coming up those damn stairs in the front. When I came back from the show, I was running 10 miles for breakfast. What? In two hours, I was wow. running 10 miles. How long is that show? How, like, we, how long are you on there? We did 11 months. They say a year long transformation but there's a month where they're not with us Mm -hmm. and we're kind of supposed to be doing our own thing to lose weight 
But nigga, we don't know. We not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's new. Yeah. Like, it's hard working out. And it's hard for mm-hmm. anyone trying to lose weight if that's mm-hmm. just not working your out, life. Eating right. I'm living this life for 20 years and you want me to come and do all this new stuff. You showed it to me for two weeks while I was at boot camp. You like go home, do it for a month. If Chris comes and surprise you, you that's how you know you made it on the show. So for that month, you're supposed to maintain your weight loss. If you gain weight, they like... Hold up, we might not need to pick you. So that's the pressure you're under. Mm. You know, we had weekly calls that we had to call in and check in on. And, you know, you got the producers, like, breathing down your throat like, this is a lottery ticket. How the fuck don't you come and cash this in? Like, y'all better get out there and lose this weight. Mm. And you out here like, bruh, I don't know what to eat for real. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. y'all made that food for us. What am I supposed to do? And so um, that was was scary because you just knew you wanted it. And um, but when I got that, when he popped out and was like, we choose you, I was like, well, let's go. And I knew from that moment it was go time and I wasn't going I wasn't going back. Mm. Yeah. So I knew I wanted to make sure that I learned everything that they were teaching because I knew I would need it for real to mm. to to maintain this. I knew I was going to need it for real. So how much did you weigh before you went on the show? Um, the largest I was was 400. I lost about 40 pounds while I was at Clark, just walking back and forth on the promenade, different stuff. Right. But when I started the show, I was at 329. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I got down to 178. I technically dropped about 16 pounds of water weight. So physically, I never really got down past 191. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's why I didn't get skin removal because I never really got to that weight. But they 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 wanted me to look like a champ in the end. I really appreciate that because I worked really hard. Uh, but the way just wasn't coming off. I even asked them one time, like, do you think that ethnicity has something to do with what's happening? Because the black people wasn't losing weight the mm-hmm. same way the white people were. What did they say? Then also some of them white pe- pe- folks was cheating, like real shit. They was taking dietary supplements and oh. stuff like that. And I just didn't want to compromise my integrity like that. Cause like I said, I knew this was going to be a lifetime commitment. Mm-hmm. And, um, so if you didn't get to a certain weight, they didn't remove the skin. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You didn't get it. And they would give you an extra three months to get it at the end, mm-hmm. but you actually had to be that weight. And they, what they would do, what they did, um, is they would make you wait an extra month. And then come weigh in and you had to still be that same weight. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. But shit. you have to understand you're dealing with ex-fatties for real. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it didn't matter what you did. 20 years versus a year, that ain't shit. And you put us back in the real world and we got to make these choices for ourselves. And nobody pressure. is. Pressure. Yeah, nobody's buying our food for us, taking mm-hmm. us anywhere. Like, I know casting, we, like the the weekend we filmed our finales in L.A., I just met up some of my girls and mm-hmm. the, from the show. We were talking about this. <coughs> Excuse me. But you had a crew. We, me and one of me and my roommate was walking past to go to the donut shop. Just mm-hmm. to be honest, mm-hmm. we was trying to get down to the donut shop. As we're walking past to get to the donut shop, we look inside Denny's and see about six of our castmates inside <laughs> the Denny's having a full-on smorgasbord. The table is packed with plates and i'm like denny's bro (laughs) but honestly anything was better than what we i mean Mm -hmm. we were eating raw ass salad like no dressing like hard yeah fucking choke (laughs) right right dry ass salad so when you lost the weight 
and then you have the extra skin. Did that, or does that affect your confidence? Like when it's time to take your clothes off? Yes. Like For when sex? it's time to have sex? Yeah, I was, so, yeah, let's talk about sex I now. can tell you about my first time with a girl and my first time with a guy. Okay. Okay. Women vocal as fuck. <laughs> my ex-girlfriend was like, I just remember I was about to go take a shower and I'm walking past and she's like, broke my heart. I was like, fuck you looking at? <laughs> she's, like, <laughs> she's like, I mean, you know, Brandy, it's kind of funny looking. It, it does look a little nasty. It's like hot as cheesy. Does and that like, hurt your feelings? Yeah, Because, <laughs> well, me. one, you, I've worked so hard to not, Still fall in this category, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm here still. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, yeah, it, it does attack you a little bit. And, she, you know, she was like, I didn't mean anything by it. I felt like I'm looking at it, and I'm really more so intrigued at how the body just metamorphosizes into different things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, girl, bye. I don't care. That, that hurt. As opposed to a man, I remember my first time sleeping with a man, I remember taking, I was so scared to take my clothes off. Like, so petrified. I was like, this did not go well. (laughs) And when I tell you that man wrapped his arms around me, he could tell how scared I was. Mm -hmm. Uh And he just came and put his arms around me. And he started kissing all over my body, my stomach. He was like, I love all of this. Like, you good. We good over here. I was like, we good, good. He was like, yeah, we good. Then I was able to let that thing loose. So we was good after that. Oh my! So then, so then after that, it's like safe to say that you were never really self conscious anymore. After that, when it comes to sex, you were never like it was just like look, you know, all like it. That would be a lie. Writing, (laughs) writing fucks with me still. What do you be thinking? I'm not working out like lifting weights, working out Mm -hmm. like. If my shit ain't tight, my core is not like strong, strong, I feel disgusting. Like I went because I, I stopped working out for a second um, and I went through that phase where my, my muscles were kind of melting back into fat. Mm-hmm. And um, I felt like a I felt sloppy, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I didn't feel that before because it was tight. Mm-hmm. And even though the excess skin was there, it didn't bother me because, like I said, my core was straight. Mm-hmm. But when that when that started going south, I was like, well, wait a minute. Um, <clears throat> I'm starting to feel like down on myself. Stuff I like to do, I don't even want to do because I like to ride. Mm-hmm. But I didn't even want to do it anymore because, mm-hmm. I. oh, as a matter of fact, as a bigger girl, I always wanted to get to a certain place so I could ride mm-hmm. because I had, you know... If 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 little girls got a problem trying to stay up there on that thing, well, sometimes my thighs be burning. Okay, uh, <laughs> I don't know what y'all thought somebody three fifty was holding on to. Okay, I'm struggling over here trying to do this. So, um, honestly, lose. I think losing weight was the best thing for me. But as long as my core is tight. Mm-hmm. I'm with it. I'm with all the shits of everything. I'd be over there on the side of my damn... <laughs> what? All do you it. have a certain type of man that you go for? Like, do you like bigger men or are you okay with dating a little guy? Oh my gosh, I do not like big men at all. Really? Yeah, I think I have fat phobia. <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about that girl at I the know. beginning. <laughs> no, okay, so I, I had me a little thicky experience one time and <laughs> I, I I will say writing a thicker guy was a lot easier. 
But I definitely go for me a little skinny chocolate drop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> skinny chocolate drop. Yeah, they, got them, they got them things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> and what about women? Do you have a type of woman that you go for? Yes. Chocolate with a fat ass <laughs> and some nice titties. That's... <laughs> <laughs> she said, "I ain't got no." Titties. No, a mouthful is titties. Anything bigger than mine is titties. Um, I rem- y'all were talking about how uh, girls get away with like doing Just certain things. Just saying the most vulgar yeah. shit. That yeah. was me in high school, and I didn't. And at the time, I was I was fucking with guys, but that was me in high school. I used to walk around and grab chicks on the boobs. <laughs> Grab their grab their booty. They're like, Brandy, you're so crazy. That's really how that goes. You be like, yeah. girl. Right. Next thing you know, I'm <laughs> I'm out here like, well, I guess I like that for real. Okay. <laughs> what was your first experience like with a woman? And when was it? Were you in high school? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. That's okay. I don't. Okay. My first. The first time a girl hit on me, I was in ninth grade and I freaked out. I was like, because I honestly, I liked it, but I was, I was scared. scared. So I was like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I used to have like daydreams at the grocery store. Me like just walking up to this fine chick at on the chip aisle and just making out with her. I don't know where that fantasy came from, but it was chip a real, <laughs> right, fat girl shit. <laughs> but it was a real a real fantasy for a very long time. And um, you asked me, what was the question? Sorry. What was that first experience (laughs) like? Yes. So um, I think with women, they, hmm, women are aggressive. So I, I liked girls that looked like guys. Mm -hmm. That was the, that was studs, so to speak. That's what I would go for. Um, or what I would always look at because I think I was just used to looking at guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it made it easier to not accept the fact that this isn't a guy because yeah. uh-huh. you kind of look like one. So I remember um, I liked, I used to tell my mom about this girl my senior year in high school. I would take my mom to work and drop her off. Mm-hmm. And um, I would see this stud girl walking across. I'm like, dang, she cute, but she was short. Um, she had gold teeth. <laughs> she had like three gold teeth and one of them had a naked woman in it. oh my god <laughs> but she worked with my mom I was like okay I was like he cute my mom said that's a girl I said, oh, oh she cute <laughs> I started working there probably two years later uh-huh the girl jokes with my dad and says I'm gonna get your daughter Right, I didn't That's know about bold. this. I didn't know that about is that. Is bold. bold. My dad would be like, "You're not working here." Well, my dad said, "Oh, my daughter probably gonna punch your ass <laughs> like if you try her." He didn't know, obviously, that you'd be dabbling that in I the would. pussy. Sometimes. Right, right. I well, I hadn't yet, but I wanted to. Like, I just had crushes on girls at that point. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the confidence to really do it. I tried to get this one girl, but my game wasn't really strong yet, and ready. my best friend got her before <laughs> oh, I could. No. Yeah, he was. Fuck him. But we talk about that all the time. Like, like nigga, I bent the corner and you had her bent over on the couch. Like, for real? <laughs> but um, I was telling y'all about my first time with yeah. the girl. The girl with the gold okay. teeth. The with girl the naked with the girl tea. in it. And she told your daddy, so, I'm going to get Brandy. So she came over to my station at work. She basically was talking to my friend 
telling her like that she liked me or whatever. And so my friend comes to tell me. Next thing I know, that night uh, I worked the night shift, um, like the graveyard shift. That night I'm on. Um, she left to go home early, and we get on the phone. And after that, we was together. I don't. I don't even really know when. We said, oh, we finna be girlfriend and girlfriend. We was just together. It only lasted about a month, okay? Because <laughs> um, what I didn't know at that time was gay relationships move really fast and really? they end really She'd fast. Like, Dang. <laughs> so she already had, like, a girlfriend she was with for four years, and it was like an on-again, off-again situation. They had kids and everything. Well, that girl ended up calling my phone. Mm-hmm. And what'd she say? She was like, oh, um, Chiquita uh, said that you, y- y'all supposed to be talking or something like that. I just wanted to call you and let you know that's over with. <laughs> oh, she was like, look, I'm taking my girl back. I know, right. y'all, I know y'all have fun for this little <laughs> month. Right. Just, you know, it's been cute. It's been done. cute or whatever, but I'm mama's home. So it was one of those type of phone calls. And I was like, <laughs> that was the first time that anything evil had happened to me. Mm-hmm. I was crying. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I got off the phone and broke down. Oh, she no. called back and was laughing. She didn't, I didn't know that it was her. When I saw the phone ring, mm-hmm. I thought it was Chiquita. Because mm-hmm. she called from her phone. So when I answered, she was like laughing at the fact that she could tell I was crying. Is, she could hear it in my that voice. That is evil. But that was the first time some like crazy evil in the dating world had mm-hmm. ever really happened to me. Like, there was... Outside of, like, my homeboys, you know, they keep talking about you and I'm just going to, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, like, evil, like, I'm going to intentionally, like, poke at you. Yeah. So, you know have you seen a difference in your dating life before you lost the weight and now? Is there any differences? Yeah, there were things that I would just go with because I was afraid to say anything because I just wanted them to like me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I I felt like I was coming with so many negatives mm-hmm. already. Um, that I, w- I just wanted them to like me so I would go with shit. Mm-hmm. Whatever it was that you... Down to like, we ain't going on dates nowhere. We just kind of fucking. Mm-hmm. That's that's the relationship. And, and I would just, just be okay like, with it. oh, okay. Yeah. And then even though inside, I would be like, but I want to go and do things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, that same girl, uh, that my first girlfriend, I was just telling y'all about, when we broke up, she um, it was because another young lady... Like, and when I say broke up, again, in the gay world, you're not together no more, but you still be fucking around. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we did that for about a year. Um, mm-hmm. But that goes back to, like, having low self-esteem and mm-hmm. not really, like, not really knowing where to go because I really like this person. Mm-hmm. And what you mean we not about to do this thing? We we was kicking it for a whole month. Like, yeah, slow-ass, dumb-ass, young-ass Brandy. Like, it's though. a whole month, I've though. What you mean? been in situations yeah. like that, too, where you keep fucking with somebody that you know. <laughs> you know you're about to be sitting in the bathtub listening to Beyonce crying. Mm-hmm. And I'm still going over to see you tonight. Like, so I still have... <laughs> I still go for the bad guys, though, basically. Those are hard to get rid of. I just don't want... I can't be with nobody who pussyfoot around. And I'm, like, I'm a straight shooter. Mm-hmm. So I need somebody who has a backbone and can put me in my place when it's needed. Yeah. And um, I know that takes a certain type of person. And I can't I can't fuck with no square. Like I if I'm bored, I'm cheating. Like and I already know that. I already know that about myself. If I get bored, I'm out Mm -hmm. emotionally. I'll be like, oh, 
okay, if the money's good, I'll stay, but I'm cheating. Like, <laughs> I'm going to have me an, a side nigga, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to get a side piece. So are you in a relationship now? I'm in a situation that I'm trying to figure out. I'm in an on-again, off-again relationship. About five years. Right now, we on. We're going to see how that goes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's so we decided that we it's time to like take to the next level. We're gonna try and move in together. Oh, don't right. do it. Right. Reconsider. <laughs> Reconsider. But here's the thing: once you've experienced pretty much everything else, and you're still choosing to do this thing, it's like, well, then. Where but it's like we we're choosing to do this thing. We're choosing to move this. into a home with each other, and now we really are stuck. When we go through those moments that we had for these five years, now we live together and we probably start sharing shit. And then when we over for real, now it's harder. Well, here's the thing. Somebody's not going on this uh, paperwork. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That'll make it Somebody's easier. not okay. going on this paperwork so that whenever, if ever, mm-hmm. say whenever, damn. But <laughs> if ever. <laughs> right, because it might not end. Right, right. If, if that were to take place, it would make that situation a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're trying to be realistic about it. Like, mm-hmm. nigga, we've had a rough patch. Um, we'll see how this goes. Let's mm-hmm. be realistic about it. And um, that's, I, I mean, I got love for Shawty, so I can't, I can't walk away from it. I feel you do so, your thing, girl. We'll see how I just it goes. always got to say my piece when people say we moving in. I just got to be like, no! But maybe it'll work out. <laughs> my God. Maybe it we'll will work out. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Um, I had a question that I was um, wondering when you, after you came off of the show, did you have to get a therapist? I had a therapist while I was on the show. Okay. I had to ask for one. I mean, they didn't just, that wasn't something they gave you. Of course you had to do like a psyche vow before you went on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll say probably six, six months in, I said, yeah, I need to sit down and talk to somebody. Cause Yeah. Y'all, y'all bringing some shit up right now, mm-hmm. and I, I need, I need to talk. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, but I felt weird asking for that mm-hmm. because you know, people don't really look at getting like psychiatric help in a good way. Mm-hmm. Like they always look at it, look down on it. Um, mm-hmm. Nah, I, I needed somebody to talk to. Girl, I'm so not mad at you. I, I, I went. Um, Was it helpful? I, I I learned some coping mechanisms. I'm not going to say anything other than being able to talk about things with somebody who is unbiased. Because um, a lot of times when I try to talk to my mom about stuff that, you know, maybe I experienced that I didn't really like. Um, or if she'll ask me a question and I try to give her a real answer like, mm-hmm. well, you know, I didn't like it when you did it to me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes left because in her mind... She she feels like I'm attacking her parenting. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not really what it is. It's just more so I probably would have handled it differently, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's how I feel. Um, and so just having somebody who's unbiased to talk to is always a good thing. Um, but she gave me coping mechanisms, especially like if you run into a situation you can't change, mm-hmm. here's what, here are your options, you know? Mm-hmm. You can basically go with the wave like you could go with whatever it is that's being whatever it is that they're saying you can leave that bitch where it stands mm-hmm. walk away end it don't have to worry about it at all or you could fight it like those are your options mm-hmm. what are you yeah. gonna do 
whatever you choose, you got to stick with it. Are you it. only child? Yeah. Oh. I'm <laughs> I'm used to getting everything I want to. I so when I don't. Really spoiled as shit. When I don't, it, it goes rough. left really fast. So that's mm-hmm. something that I am working on. My mom is Italian, so she's very aggressive in everything that she does. My grandmother apparently was called Sarge. Um, she was a dictator. My mother mm-hmm. was a dictator. Mm-hmm. I have become a dictator. <laughs> And I'm trying to break that cycle because mm-hmm. niggas don't really like dictators, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to break those cycles. I talk a lot. You know. <laughs> That's great. No, it's good. it's but better than the dead. Original question. <laughs> no, you answered the question. Yeah. You did. It's okay. Sometimes they just steer off into other conversations, and that's totally fine. Okay, 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 okay. Before we move on to indecisive, Diane, I'm curious to know: Do you still struggle with some things as far as like? You know, being like, okay, let me not eat this or let me not. Do you still have a a struggle with like the health part of losing weight? Um, I'll say the food part is mm-hmm. the hardest part for sure. Um, but that's because I've been doing things to try and play with my diet mm-hmm. to figure out what works best for me. Like mm-hmm. taking, um, like I don't eat meat now. Mm-hmm. I've been doing that for about a year and a half now. Um, and I like it. The well, I do eat salmon. Let me. So you'll eat fish, uh-huh. but not. Mm-hmm. Meat, I'll eat meat. fish every now and again, but that's because I started lifting weights in January and I needed the extra protein. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in January I started, I took that back on, but I won't go past that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really try to stick to white fishes, um, healthy fattier fishes. Um, but yeah, like I, I are you stuck on losing it? weight the good old fashioned way, or have you ever thought about getting plastic surgery? Or even just a weight loss surgery. I'm going to do skin removal surgery for sure. That's what I'm working on right now. Mm-hmm. I'm actually, I have, um, if anybody would like to donate. Uh, oh. Right now I have a cash app. I'm working on my splash page to get that set up so people can donate through that. Mm-hmm. But if anybody would like to donate, the cash app is dollar sign Brandy Mallory. That's Brandy with an I. Tell me. And I'm taking dollar donations. I know that's right. People mm-hmm. do a lot less with a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. I, all I'm asking for is a dollar. Right. So, um, but yeah, I want to do skin removal surgery. I'm going to go against um, any form of weight loss surgery um, that has you like cutting your stomach in. Like, come on, bro. Mm. Like, God gave us these things this way for a reason. And I've just seen... And heard too many horror stories of people like them not being able to stop losing weight. So they just basically going to die. Like sometimes you're because you don't know how it's going to affect your body. You're walking into your own demise. And it's like if you could just and then to be quite honest, a lot of people feel like when they have these surgeries, they don't have to do any work. Mm -hmm. And what I find I don't say funny because it's not funny. It sucks to really do something like that major and drastic and then to find out that like you still got to fix your mind. Mm -hmm. You still got to you still got to eat right. Like I had a friend who had it and had VSG and she was still eating oxtails and macaroni and cheese. And I was like, bro, I'm almost certain you're not supposed to eat that. that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, and of course, she put her weight back on. I had an aunt that had it twice and put her weight back on both times. So, like, there's no guarantee with that. Mm-hmm. But the result, the end result is a lifetime change. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas if you just choose to figure it out, figure your body out, figure your mind out, a lot of times when we're holding on to things, especially as plus-size folks, you're a food addict, 
And so you eat your feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, if you could figure something else out to do in that moment, as opposed to going and get some ice cream or mm -hmm. going and getting some fatty food that you really love mm -hmm. that you don't even realize you're doing, but you got to, you got to check in with self and realize you're doing it to stop yourself from doing it. So the something else that you figured out to do was the dancing classes. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Dance. That's, 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 and you really be dancing. I'll be looking at the videos and y'all really dancing. Yeah, I was on your Instagram. I'm like, ooh, I'm tired watching shit. <laughs> I need to come do a class. I love ooh. it. I love it. I love it. Dwight is great at what he does. And some of those dances, like when he, especially when he, he's good at reading energy. Mm -hmm. So when he's teaching them, he just knows how to pull things out of you. And if you're going through something, he just can see it. And he knows how to attack that and 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 get you to pull it out. Because Dancer Pounds Off is not just about weight, physical weight, mm -hmm. pounds. Um, Dancer, Dancer Pounds Off is the weight that you may carry from bills, mm -hmm. from a bad Emotional relationship weight. or a toxic relationship that you may be in with somebody. <laughs> just an escape. It's an escape for people who want to check out for, for about an hour. Mm -hmm. Do something different. That's dope. Yeah, it is. That is, um, dang, Brandy, you're just so amazing. I could do this all fucking day. You've been so great. We're going to um, move on to Indecisive Diane. Then we're going to come back and do some advice that I can't wait for you to help us with, girl. Okay. Before we move on to Indecisive Diane, let me tell you a little bit about one of our sponsors, Lola. Lola is a female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, and liners. They now offer sex products too. I've been using Lola since we first found out about them and the subscription model is great. It makes your months so much easier. You can fully customize your shipment. You can put tampons in there. You can put pads. They even have these personal cleansing wipes that I really like. I've recently changed my birth control, so I only have my period for times a year but I've been able to change my subscription to update the frequency to kind of go along with my cycle that way I don't have a surplus of products in my bathroom counter. The Sex by Lola line is also available for subscription. You can add it to your period subscription so everything is conveniently delivered all at once in discreet packaging. And do good with every purchase. Know that every time you make a purchase Lola donates feminine care products to homeless shelters across the U.S. They also have their Sex by Lola line, which includes the condoms and the personal lube. The personal lube has a one-click pump system. It's a water-based formula and it's hypoallergenic. I know a lot of you guys may have sensitive um, down south areas, and it's made with 95% organic ingredients to create a long-lasting lubricant that perfectly mimics natural feminine moisture. It has a long-lasting glide, the dispenser is mess-free, and it's made without the irritating chemicals that can aggravate your pH. I really love the convenience of Lola. I am a super big fan. It's just so much easier. There were so many times when I was like stuffing toilet paper in my underwear to run to the store late at night to pick up a box of tampons or to get some extra wipes. And it just makes it so much easier that I don't even have to think about it anymore. It's automatically delivered to my home. Nobody knows what it is. There's no secondhand embarrassment. And it's just absolutely great. And I want you guys to feel the same way. For 40% off your first month subscription, just visit mylola.com and enter code COCKTAILS when you subscribe. Again, for 40% off your first month subscription, visit mylola.com, that's M-Y-L-O-L-A.com, and enter code COCKTAILS, C-O-C-K-T-A-L-E-S, when you subscribe. Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Stop thinking about what I want, what he wants, what your parents want. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What it's do you want? What do you want? 
Diane, so what cute little date idea do you have for us this week? Hey, ladies, it's me, Indecisive Diane. And let me tell you about this cute little elegant venue located on the Porsche test track. You gotta love it. Okay, so what's it called? Girl, did you say Porsche? I said Porsche. Here's the name of the restaurant. It's called Restaurant 356, located in the Porsche Experience, Atlanta. If you don't know what that is, I'm not gonna tell you. Google it. You're gonna love it. So what's the address? It's 1 Porsche Drive, Atlanta, Georgia, 30354. Go there. You're going to love it. Your man's is going to love it. Or your girl. You guys are going to go there. Have a great time. It's expensive. So don't go with the broke man. Thanks, Diane. No problem, (laughs) ladies. Oh, my goodness. Look, you got to let these niggas know. Where are we going? Yes. And it's not just to your house. And I'm not just ordering off the happy hour menu. They're I good. will go by my damn self. I take myself on the best date. Shit. Right? Hmm. Okay, now it's time to move on to advice. Remember to email your advice letters to askcocktails at gmail.com, and hopefully we'll read it on the show. Um, I have one pulled up, and the subject line says, I would like to remain anonymous, but in need of advice. She sent it on the 19th. Okay. Okay. Um, hello, I just discovered your show and I'm addicted. I'm in need of some advice. I'm 25 and I just moved to Atlanta and I'm newly single and I've tried dating apps and it's just not working for me. I can be a little shy and nervous when flirting due to being a plus size woman. I regained my confidence and I'm ready to get back out there. I wanted to get your advice on some nice spots in Atlanta to meet a nice guy with good dick. Also, some tips on flirting. Thanks in advance. Um... Now, I don't know how you're just going to pick up the good dick at the bar without much. Like, that's kind of the luck of the draw. Thing. I mean, that's, that's See, here we go, being aggressive. Fun. But you know what? <laughs> I also feel like you got to manifest what you want, and that also includes these dicks that we're looking for. I have I have had some great luck just, like, getting great dick randomly mm-hmm. at the bar. Like, but, like what, but it was luck. It wasn't like you looked at him and just knew? Or yeah, was no, it? you don't just yeah, look at like, him, but you do set your any... intentions for the night. So maybe try that. And, you know, some people just need a little instruction. It's a hidden good dick up under all the bullshit. Now, okay, she also said some um, advice on spots and advice on flirting. What do y'all think? Okay. Spots. So, hole in the wall. I mean, I go to hole in the wall and leave with something every time. A <laughs> hole in the wall? Hole in the wall. is really? always somebody there. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I feel like there might be babies, though. Okay, you got to be careful. Yeah. Well, she only 25. Okay. Right. She might have fun for real at home. Yeah. You definitely yeah, will have fun. You that. will get drunk. You definitely will. They got a whole I probably ain't been bar hop situation over there. You could just hop around and have a, a, a funky good time. Go over to Buckhead Bars. Have fun over there, too. Um, And then I think another thing about partying in Buckhead, like you're exposed to so many different types of people Mm -hmm. from all walks of life, from everywhere. So you might get you a little some, 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 some from somewhere else. Right. (laughs) I would also like to suggest um, the Regent. I was just telling Kiki, when, when in doubt, go to the Regent. It's in the shops at Buckhead on top of American Cut. You get there, you take a little elevator up. It is always a good time. Every time I've been, whether it's by myself or just with a girlfriend and we have nowhere to go, we go and we end up meeting guys. Last time I went, met some rich-ass Indian dudes. They bought us each a bottle of Dom. It was amazing. Not saying that's going to be your experience, but it's a really fun place to go. And everyone socializes. I like places like that. Like, yeah. Everybody just be talking to each other. Yeah. Um, and maybe take a couple shots before you head out and just Uber. And then maybe that will help your nerves. I don't know how you 
act when you're drunk. So if you know you can't do that, don't do that. But if you think you can have two shots before you leave the house, calm those nerves, get out, and maybe just hold on to your drink, get a glass of wine or something light okay, while you're I'll out. Set that drink down. Okay, now that's what I would do, and then only who knows what happened that night. So don't get carried away. But good luck to you, girl. Good luck, girl. Flirt a little. I love flirting. Um. Okay, this one, I don't think we've read it because it looks like you just um forwarded over here. I just want to fucking be normal. Um, okay. Hey, ladies, it's Rex again, and I'm here asking for advice on a real sensitive topic. Okay, so I have a lot of sexual trauma. I was sexually assaulted twice, and I'm just trying to figure out how to get to a place where I don't compare certain aspects of intimacy with my partner to my previous traumatic experiences. I'm not sure if you guys have been through something similar or even if you're open to discussing this topic at all. I just want to know what you guys think. I know you're not doctors or anything, but I just want to hear your opinions. Also, I'm going to make a finsta. Fake Instagram. Oh, I'm getting old. I'm going to make a finsta in case some of the listeners want to DM me and help a sister out because this shit is draining and it's consuming so much of, of my being. Please help a bitch out. The finsta is at Rex No Sex. Girl, we just told you what a finsta was at the meeting last week. Me, you, Lex, and Drea. I forgot that quick. I guess it's different seeing it written like <laughs> seeing it written down. Like, yeah, seeing it like I had to like pronounce it like a finsta. Finsta. I was like finsta. Okay. Um Okay. What was the question? I'm sorry. The question was she she was saying that she has she has a lot of sexual trauma mm-hmm. and she was sexually assaulted twice and she is trying to figure out how to get to a place where she doesn't compare those aspects make that a part of like her sex life. I hate to sound so cliche, but I think that you really do need to try your best to seek out a real therapist to help you work through those issues mm-hmm. because us just telling you, you know, it's it may not be the same experience and to be careful and just guard yourself. You're going to have to work through the stuff that you went through and I don't mm-hmm. think you'll be able to just in your mind put it behind you. You need to talk those things out. I would also say don't I wouldn't run from everything. I know that might sound weird, um, but just to give or to elaborate a little bit more, um, one of my castmates, he was molested by his father. Oh, no. And this might, oh, this might be bad because this is uh, recorded. But um, basically, like, he he was dating one of the girls on the cast, and, like, she told me he liked when she would play with his butthole, but that's because sexually that's what mm-hmm. he was familiar with and he struggled with whether it made him gay or not because Mm -hmm. he liked that but my whole thing is that's all he knew Mm -hmm. and for like four or five years that's how he was having sex and what are you supposed to do Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying so um I do think it takes being with a strong woman to get her to open her mind up to that and the fact that you possibly aren't gay but this is just kind of like something that turns you on at this Mm -hmm. point because that's how that's what you knew sex to be um and so that's how you gained pleasure for the longest i don't i don't know that's kind of hard when i say accept it it is what it is like you like what you like what you like so it's unfortunate that this thing happened and I'm not saying it's not traumatic but I'm saying maybe that could be an option for you to kind of embrace whatever 
if it is something that might be freaky that you like, like, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. and you're like, I don't know if it's like... traumatic in the sense that like, if you're having sex with a guy and he goes to choke you, you freak out. Or if, if he doesn't choke you, you feel like something's wrong with you because you want to be choked. You yeah, kind of want to yeah, 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 yeah. I can't tell by the question which which what way kind of she's coming. Yeah, 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 which way she's going with it. But if it's something that you're feeling turned on by, I guess is the angle I'm coming from. Embrace that shit, and the person that fucks with you is gonna fuck with you mm. regardless especially when you tell them your story mm-hmm. like how can somebody not i didn't even think about that aspect of it yeah i didn't i think both both of y'all gave really great advice uh, you she also asked if you guys have ever been through something similar i've never been through like anything um se- i've never had sexual trauma so i am not gonna give you any advice because i don't know what to say i'm kind of with kiki on that i do think you should still seek some professional help if it's really bothering your mental mm-hmm. um but th- it was all solid advice yeah and then i've heard too from people who have had these experiences where it affects their mental and like sex becomes painful even when we had um, what was her name courtney jeter she was a sex therapist mm-hmm. she was telling us about how sometimes people have sexual trauma and like sex hurts because of whatever has happened it's like their body is trying to protect itself i guess from whatever Mm. happened before and they're just having these memories that are coming up so you really got to find somebody who can give you really good tools to work through that if it is more of a mental thing versus um somebody did some freaky shit and now you might feel a little uncomfortable right yeah well good luck girl i hope it works out write us back later and tell us how things go um i have one more pulled up um the subject line says help me with my cue okay hey ladies i just want to say i love your show you can call me chris and i will try to keep this short i've been messing with this guy on and off for about six years i really like and care for him i truly feel like he is in my life for a reason we were talking and stopped because he got into a relationship with another girl and that crushed me i bet it did um they were together for a year and even had a daughter that was quick once their daughter was born they broke up shit and eventually we found um, our way back to each other. It is like I can't stay. It is like I can't stay away from him. He's smart, charismatic, sexy and funny. But this time around, I want a real relationship with a man and not just a sexual relationship. I had a talk with him about this and his main priorities are school, masters and his daughter. I understand Ooh. that because I have the same priorities myself. On the other hand, there is his baby's mother who he believes will try to make it harder for him to see his daughter if he gets into a relationship. And yes, she still has feelings for him, but he no longer feels the same way about her. I believe he shouldn't base it choices on his baby's mother's emotions and actions but i feel torn and do not know if i should still continue with this man or move on please help Don't sincerely do chris this is move one on. of those situations where chris you do know what you should do you don't want to do us. it you <laughs> don't want to do it but deep down inside we've all been there before where you know you need to stop fucking with somebody you know it i and you keep I fucking that. with them <laughs> i was sitting here like i've been in this situation so yeah. many times when somebody <laughs> does not you're when you have to keep saying you want to be in the relationship you want to be in a relationship you have to keep like making it seem like you're important in their life not saying he doesn't care but this man is not going he and left he and had a told whole, you he's not like, gonna get with you he doesn't want to get in a relationship for whatever reason doesn't matter what he said he gave you mm-hmm. a reason as to why not and whether it's true or not because he could be fucking lying like some people do if he's gonna have a problem with seeing his kid do you really want to be the one that's pressuring him to not see his kid yeah, I wouldn't want to be in that spot. position. Since he's not gonna wife you up, that's what I'm saying. He's not wifing you up ever. Like you're, and if he does, you're gonna be very sad. 
because it's oh. going to be out of guilt. Like it is. You see some women yeah. where they just make somebody get with them and, and it's going to be very sad. Yeah. You need to find a way to get over this and he needs to, you need to get him out of your life. You're probably beautiful. You can probably get something way better who didn't leave you and get married and have a whole daughter. Go find someone else. Yeah, I think that once somebody like literally skips the fuck past me, <laughs> uh huh, and get with a whole nother bitch, uh, we gotta reevaluate some things, right? All together. With her and had a baby. You can't come back. And like, I'm not saying I haven't been. I've been there before. Where someone did do that to me, and I did let you come back, but. You got to stop now. You let him come back and he's We're not. We're telling you from experience. Yeah. I'm, right. This is experience. <laughs> this is not that. going to be a, this is, there's no positive outcome. Crying I'm dealing shit, with the crazy baby by. mama right now. It's Only not fun. Five years. I, like literally I thought I wrote that. I was like, dang, did somebody <laughs> did into my did life? Did my friend write this? And, <laughs> and they knew I was coming on and she right, was like, I'm right. going to send bitch. You need to see, you ain't going to send it. I'm sending it. Right. Chris, right. we Ooh. love you, girl. Get rid of that nigga. He going to mess your life up. Be glad Drop you didn't have the daughter. okay and now it's time for us to move on to our cocktails so remember if you have any sort of confession that you'd like to make send in your cocktail to cocktails at acl at gmail.com Okay, so who wants to go first? I'm reading one. I'm reading one too. I don't have an OG. I don't have an OG. Maybe you go first, Brandy. Okay. <laughs> um. So I was dating this girl one time, and this really fucked me up for a very long time. I was fingering her. Mm-hmm. And so imagine somebody laying on their stomach and you're fingering them basically from the back. Okay. Like, I just made the I'm hand. I'm really trying to picture That it. sounds Searching grand, though. Wow. Um, and basically, when we were done, she climaxed. She goes to the restroom. And you know how your hands, you do things with your hands all the time. Like, you know, wave. Yeah. All right. And it creates wind. <laughs> oh. Right, right, right. <laughs> I caught a whiff of some shit. And I was like, why do I smell shit? Like, like actual what's... shit, like pooty. Yeah, okay. like shit shit. Like the kind like when you Number take two. a shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like, why do I smell shit? And I looked at my hands and it was a skid mark on my <sighs> hand of shit from where I was fingering this girl. And basically she did not clean her booty well. And... I had oh. shit on my hands. That's ridiculous. Did you make her feel that? I feel like you didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I ran and washed my hands while she was in the bathroom. And I did not do things with women for a very long time after that. <laughs> Could it you imagine if she would have came back and be like, it smell like shit in your house. It smell like... <laughs> Bitch, it's you. I That's what you gotta bust out. I got no skin mark booty on my motherfucking head. So that was one of the girls who was throwing rocks at my window because I had to 86 that one. I was oh, like, no. oh, you don't even clean your booty well. <laughs> like, That's what if problem. I was on some impromptu, let me go down on this girl. I wasn't at that phase yet. Mm-hmm. Um, This was in the beginning. I remember my first time eating cool. I had Ooh. put. <laughs> Ooh, I never heard it <laughs> I put a stick of gum in my mouth. I didn't know what it was gonna taste like. So, I, <laughs> so that was around Just that same case. time. I was still in that beginning phase of getting comfortable with certain things. But 
I just wanted to try things with her because she was really amazing at eating pussy. And so I was just, I don't know, I guess I just got into it that day and I was going at it. But I didn't expect shit to be on my hand. That fucked with me for a second. Yeah. That's literally some bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay. Do you have one up? Um, I'll pull this one up. Okay. This one. The cocktail says self love in the car. Okay, I've okay. done that before. Mm-hmm. Hey, beautifuls. Hey, gal. I can't wait to see y'all at the Dallas live show. I'm so upset that I couldn't get a VIP ticket in time. I so want one of the goodie bags. She trying to uh-huh. use us up to yeah. see if we'll be like, girl, we got you. No, we don't. Also, <laughs> I thought Big I'd home. let you know that I recently put my cousin onto your show. She's still laying it on <laughs> Thank says, you. She can't stop listening to it. She's going with me to the show. Y'all really be out here saving sex lives. Oh. Okay, on to the story. It's been a few weeks since I last had sex, and sadly, I didn't even orgasm like I wanted to. The Damn. sex was great, but I just didn't orgasm. I'm, think- <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking it's due to me using my vibrator on the highest speed for almost <laughs> an hour each time I use mm-hmm. it. <laughs> an hour I have had that problem too I love to make myself orgasm back to back to back I always make sure I set a towel down cause your girl's a squirter <laughs> she said that she ain't say that but she ain't. <laughs> I've been feeling down so I thought I'd stop by the sex shop and either buy new lingerie or a toy okay I found a toy I've been looking for for damn near a year it just uh, it was just meant to be. I bought the vibrator and just couldn't wait to try it out. Testing out the toys in the store made me horny as fuck. As I'm in the parking lot of the sex shop, I clean the toy with the newly bought toy cleaner. You know how the cashiers like to test it out before selling it. So I bought the cleaner so I could use it on the way home, laughing my ass off. Still in the parking lot, I pull my leggings down. Dang, and you had on leggings, you was really horny. Put a towel under me and made my way out of the lot. I turned it on and immediately I feel my whole body tingling and I slightly start moaning. I knew I wouldn't be able to drive down the freeway like that and needed to get my nut off quick. I parked in the nearby hotel parking lot and cranked up the speed. In less than three minutes, I squirted it all on the towel. I was in and out the hotel parking lot in five minutes. <laughs> My whole body feels so good. It still feels good. It's tingling and shit. I can't wait to get home and really go in. Best vibrator purchase ever. Many blessings. I need, <laughs> oh, in need of local on-call dick in the DFW. Bitch, did you just now do this? I think she actually just now. <laughs> she She's doing this did. now. <laughs> Oh, ma'am. Good for you, though. Get it where you got to get it. Okay. I am not mad at you. (laughs) I'm not mad at you. I ain't never did that before in the car, but. I never squirted in the car, but I played with myself. She had leggings on. It's not even like she had a dress on. She was like, let me pull these leggings down. Well, she didn't want to have a wet spot. (laughs) She knew what she was capable of. Okay. This one. (laughs) This one says, hot diggity dog, that dick is devilish. Hey, Medina and Kiara. Hi, I'm Meeks, new fan here, and I'm truly in awe of y'all and the platform you two have built for yourselves. I swear, I swear ain't no word I hate more than cock. It don't even taste good saying it, but cocktails got me. I've been binge listening to y'all shit five days straight, and I'm officially a co-host in my head. Y'all be talking about all the shit I be thinking, but I just don't have the courage to share outside of my immediate friends. Anyways, bitch, let me get to the point of this. Um, this let me get to the me? point. Okay, sorry. Huh? 
Yeah, I think it's a knee. Yeah, there's a picture in there. Okay. Um Okay. It's 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 day. It's I, that, day. It's day. Okay. A long periodical time, I guess is what it meant. There's a few typos, girls, since I've had any. And I'm at the brink of doing something a little strange for some dangling. So let's flashback, rewind to a time when my sex life wasn't as dry as shit as fuck as hell. My senior year of college, my friends and I got overwhelmingly fucked up before a fashion show and after a party. Uh, An after party. Everyone else had time to pregame and gradually get lit. I pulled up two hours late and wrecked the motherfucking boat. I was peer pressured into taking 10 shots in 15 minutes. Bruh, needless to say, shit got wild. And I left that after party without my kneecaps. Literally, see attached. Yeah, that's what it was. That's why you sent these little knees. Yeah, okay. (laughs) The next day, my friends with benefits... And I are texting about last night's antics. Let's call him Six Flags. Somehow that turned into a fake argument about him being my boyfriend and I can't give his pussy to nobody else. Boy, gonna get... This ain't that. I told him that was fully not the case. And if I ever bu- bucked up on a nigga, I could, um, I could fuck with deeper than just fucking. He was getting a boot. He ain't like that. Hence the fake arguing. But I don't care. Somehow that turns into now I'm horny and I need to come get my pussy. Major side eye on the my. But now we talking. I reminded him about my handicap situation because y'all seen them knees. I'm usually on my Xena warrior princess shit. But I had to tag in the motherfucking pillow princess. He, he lived like an hour and a half from campus. Damn. So I had ample time to prepare. I rolled two blunts, showered, and adorned myself with glitter and body jewelry, then slipped into a cute little set. I was going to make up for my disability with aesthetics and um, and my mouth. Okay. He pulls up, and he's fully into the look. Duh. But having the key of... Having the key of life at the state of my knees, I turned on a dance hall mix and we chopping it up while I smoke and he undresses. I'm sitting on my bed. He sits in a chair. In no time, we're kissing, wild, slow, uber sloppy. He has one hand around my neck and the other gripping my hair at the root. That sounds so sexy. Mm -hmm. It does. He sticks out his tongue for me to suck and lick on it. That good shit, Mm y'all. Next stop. The tater tots. He's sucking the shit out of one and switches between slapping, caressing, and DJing on the nipple um, on the other. Final destination, confetti. Yes, I name my pussy confetti, laughing my ass off. He looks me dead in my eyes and he pulls my panties off and shit, I'm looking back. What's good? He spreads me wide as he kneels before me. You know when your pussy's so wet, it makes that sound when your lips open up? I love that song. <laughs> I love she's, that song. Yeah, she's funny. Okay. At first, he's just staring at my pussy, wild and tense. I guess um, I guess she like eye contact because my um, pussy starts pulsing. He, he hovers a smooth two centimeters over it and exhales real hot and heavy, grazes my pussy only slightly with his nose and lips and takes a slow lick from, um, from the soles of my pussy to the crown. I'm about to get home. Okay, my whole body jerked. He starts kissing my clit, soft and tender, just the sweetest kisses to ever kiss. At this point, my cl- my clit looked twice his normal size. I don't, I I ain't never seen no shit like that. And by the time, and by the look in his eyes, he hadn't either. The kisses turned into sucks, and I'm in full whimper. He pauses to watch, and my clit is going off like a motherfucking pager. Y'all remember those bulging effects in Missy Elliott's The Rain video where random body parts would bulge super big? (laughs) That was my clip. He literally started body parts. 
I mean, he literally started drooling. Like the spitting scene from Big Daddy. I came off <laughs> I came off the site alone. That is single-handedly the sexiest shit I've ever seen. That's sexy. He proceeded to demolish me from there, tongue fucking me into lake, spanking my pussy, the whole everything. I was squirting non-fucking stop. So much so that when he'd spank my pussy or finger me, the squirt would get all over my own damn face because my ass be turned the fuck in. I love, love, love watching a nigga eat my pussy. He had this combo where he'd lick my ass, finger me with his thumb, and rub my clit all at once. Every where time he pulled he right, every time he pulled away, my pussy in his mouth would do the ooey gooey pizza cheese thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this goes on for like forty minutes, y'all. My pussy should ha- should ha- should have had no more. Oh, but it did. We're both extremely competitive, so I angrily threw my hair into a puff because, excuse the fuck out of me, sir, I do not go out out headed. Um, I was even more grateful that I hadn't ate much beforehand because it didn't take much for me to throw up. It doesn't take much for me to throw up on some dick, but it also don't take for me take much for me to eat it. Not that I have a vomit kink. Oh, you meant eat the vomit. Oh, okay. Not that I have a vomit kink because this ain't that. <laughs> but how else we gonna get rid of it as quickly? You just move it to the side. You don't gotta. Well, eat I it ate up. it up. I didn't want to see it. Okay, we get to fucking, and the dick is hitting me in ways I ain't never felt it. We, you didn't even get to fucking yet. Okay, we started with standing back shots because knees and my pussy was just leaking down my legs. What I really want to discuss is the missionary, Kiara, Medina. Indecisive Diane. Every one of y'all's asses. The fucking missionary. He was giving me these real slow and deep grind strokes. My whole body was trembling and boom. I went limp. No, she went limp. I was gone for a smooth minute. Then it's like I jolted back back to life. I was gasping for air. And I really had to wonder, (laughs) did I have died? (laughs) Did I have died? At first, I was chanting, please, please, please. Then, yes, yes, yes. And then, you guys, I started crying. C-R-I-N-E, crying. I'm taking, I'm talking full fucking sob, y'all. For a split second, I could see fear in his (laughs) eyes. So I gave the I'm okay nod. And he proceeded to plow through me like some snow. I let him finish in my mouth. Then I smiled and let it ooze through my teeth. Because, fun. I tried to keep this as concise as possible. It wasn't, but that's okay. This is funny. <laughs> Sorry for the novel, but I hope y'all enjoyed. I'm wet now. Okay, bye. Till next time, ladies. P.S. No. There's a mango in the subject line because I had to let that mango. I guess is that what so. that means? I don't. I don't know, but oh, no, I don't know how much of that devil dick I could take either. That girl, sounds like I would have been pregnant. You, you might be pregnant, ma'am. <laughs> you pregnant? Like send these pictures of the baby. <laughs> that is that dick that you. That's that I'm blowing your phone up all night. Where and I'm not at? ashamed. I'm and not I ashamed. I might be throwing rocks at your window. And I might <laughs> pop up Yeah, where you said you was going just to make sure you're there. And I'm waiting outside. Where are we, not where are we going now? Even right. in my old age, I, um, I would do it. Might when do it. somebody eats your pussy and they are so passionate about it like that, that will make you crazy. It mm-hmm. does. It's like literally snatching your soul. It's snatching your soul. A lot of people don't yeah. know how to eat pussy. But when you meet somebody that is just like, and they stare at you while they do it. And they yeah. rub their nose across it. Yeah. Breathe on and it. Then, yes. And then they talk to you and stuff. And then it's like, you're like, okay, Have I want some dick. And they wait. Talk to your pussy? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. Like, 
Oh, that was a great cocktail. That was a great <laughs> show, girl. That was a good one. I don't even care that it was long. Thanks so much. Thank and uh, send another one if you if you have another encounter yeah. with the, the the hot diggity dog. Her adlibs were amazing. Yeah. <laughs> she was like like the big daddy spit. Y'all remember the Miss Elliot video? I do. I knew exactly, exactly. what you were talking about. Yeah. Like, you painted that picture, girl. Imagery. You should get into writing. You should. Yes, that part. Brandy, you were dope. Thank you for coming. If yeah, you want to plug so anything and everything, now is the time to do it. Any and everything. Yeah. Guys, just follow me at Brandy <laughs> Mallory because any and everything is definitely going to be there. If y'all want to support, um, send me a love penny donation. I'm taking pennies too, okay? Because pennies add up. Look, it's I don't think you can send that, but I don't think so a either. dollar. <laughs> I think a dollar is the, the lowest you could go. Send a dollar. Y'all got a dollar. If you have a dollar and you want to support a sister, I've been working on this uh, weight loss thing about six years now. Um, and it's time for me to have my skin removal surgery. Guys, I'm looking for 25K. I was expecting four. Mm -hmm. uh, but the doctor talked me into so many things that I would like. <laughs> What's the cash app again? Uh, uh, dollar sign Brandy Mallory. Brandy with an I. I'm about to say my dollar now. Let me see my dollar. And um, yes. A dollar will go a long way. So far, I've raised about thirteen hundred. That's um, good. Yes, yes. And I'm gonna keep this thing going. I'm probably gonna do some fish fries. So y'all, if y'all just follow me, it's um at Brandy Mallory on everything: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. That's all I really do. Um, y'all will y'all can stay in touch with everything I do. But yes, if you would like makeup services, um, I just opened a beauty bar, um, oh, cool. in over in the AUC. Um, come so through. lashes, all of that, y'all come through. It's called Elizabeth Thomas Beauty Bar. Mm -hmm. Um, and so my uh co-owner, he does hair. I don't do hair, so he's the hair. I'm the makeup. Um, and we're looking for lash tech. So if anybody would like to find a home, come holler at your girl. Um, but yeah, that's 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 follow me there and. That's All dope. of those you were dope. Thank you so much Thank for coming. I so sent my dollar. Y'all sent y'all's dollars. I can't find it. Thank you, guys. I think I'm spelling your name wrong, but I'll ask you when we finish. <laughs> I. Okay. Um, remember to get your tickets for the Houston and Dallas live shows. They're available at cocktailspod.eventbrite.com. We still have general admission tickets. Please stop DMing me asking about VIP tickets. Please, you missed yeah. it. They were it's, on it's sale still, since June. Yeah, it's still going to be a great show. You're going to have good seats. It's just that um, we are having sponsors donate goodies to go in the goodie bag so if we've already set the number we can't have more and then if everybody's VIP is not VIP no more so y'all just come it's gonna be fun we're gonna try to meet as many of you as the venue will allow because we do have uh, time constraints so we will see you guys uh, next week on the show and then we'll see everybody in Texas who makes it to the live show hey. um, remember to also follow us on Instagram we're at cocktails podcast I'm at Kiki said so I'm at coffee bean and until next week you guys goodbye, goodbye. I'm sorry, but the person you called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up yet. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Bye. Bye.
Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.